Hello, welcome to Tea Time with Marcella. Grab your favorite cup of tea or the beverage of your choice and join us as we dive into today's topic. Hello. Welcome to Tea Time with Marcella. 
grab your favorite cup of tea or the beverage of your choice and join us as we dive into today's topic. We are in part three of three. It's enough. And on last week, we talked about a widow who had two sons and her husband's untimely death left her in debt and her sons in danger of losing their freedom in order to repay this debt. Her obedience not only caused her to pay off the debt, but to be able to support her and her two sons. I like how she was told to shut the door behind her. And I remembered when I read that, I remembered that in Matthew 6 and 6, it says, well, Jesus said, when you pray, go into your room. And when you have shut your door, pray to your father who is in secret and your father who sees in secret will reward you openly. So I like the fact that the man of God told her to go into her house and shut the door behind her because God works in secret. He, he works uh, not only in secret, but he, he especially works in secret. And I like how Jesus also is an example of how to talk to Abba Father. You know, you can find it throughout uh, the New Testament, but especially Mark 135, Luke 612, and Matthew 1423. I like how Jesus is an example of going off to a quiet place or to a solitary place. And he talks to his heavenly father. I like how Jesus works in situations that concern us as well. Like when the 5,000 men, not, not including the women and the children, but 5,000 men were following Jesus to a remote place. And when evening came, you know, it was time for them to go away and, and have dinner. And the, the disciples were concerned about them not having food enough to feed them. And Jesus took the lunch of a little boy and he multiplied, he, he blessed it and he break it and told them to distribute it to groups of 50 and all 5,000 men, not including the women and the children. So they were there too, but it says specifically that 5,000 men were fed and that when they took up the fragments there was more fragments or whatever was left over. There were more leftovers than what they had begun with. They began with the little boy's lunch, which was two fish and five barley loaves of bread. And at the end of eating, you know, they picked up far more than that. So God is, you know, he's so concerned about us that Jesus, and he's concerned about us so that he fed 5,000 people, over 5,000 people. And so I like that. I like how he is concerned about the situations that concern us. I like especially the wedding in Cana, which was an example to me of how Christ Jesus meets needs that concern us. Because when they had run out of wine, there was a chance for embarrassment. I mean, at a wedding, you don't want to run out of anything. You don't want to run out of food. You don't want to run out of the drinks. You don't want to run out of music. You, you want to have plenty so that everyone can enjoy the wedding. 
and there is the risk of being dishonored as well because they're going to say you didn't you didn't have enough you know and the master of ceremony he may have been embarrassed because he wasn't watching and he wasn't distributing the um the food and the wine he wasn't distributing it in a in a uh, wise way and so he's also in in danger of being embarrassed but unknown to the bridegroom Jesus causes him to find favor in the eyes of the master of ceremony because the master of ceremony says you have saved the best wine for less <laughs> so the master of ceremonies job is easy because there is plenty of wine there's six more huge jars full of wine and because Jesus was working behind the scenes the bridegroom receives honor that rightfully belonged to Jesus but Jesus you know he wasn't concerned about receiving the honor he knew what he had done but he didn't make a a big announcement about it or anything so it brought favor to the bridegroom I like that he is concerned about what concerns us isn't that just like the Lord working faithfully behind the scenes? And many of us know that he's working and we don't even give him the credit, but he's working behind the scenes and he's blessing us. He causes us to receive favor. He causes us um, to, to get that job promotion. You know, when we're being overlooked, you know, I, I've witnessed this. I've never experienced it myself, but I've witnessed it on others. They are worthy of getting that job promotion and they keep getting overlooked and they keep getting passed by. And <laughs> instead of them getting upset, they just keep working faithfully. Well, because of their faithfulness and their service to their company, they eventually get a really good blessing. They get a great review. They get that job promotion. They get more money they're eventually going to get what is rightfully theirs. So we may have been overlooked many times, but God makes our job easy. Or maybe the enemy tries to make your job especially hard, but the Lord never lets, uh, let, he never lets you miss a deadline. He never lets you miss a, a, a beat. You, you don't skip a beat. You're always doing what you need to do and you're always fulfilling your commitment to your job. So I like that. I like that he's always there providing for us. I like how that no matter what we're doing, he's giving us what we need when we need it, including patience, determination, and, and, and putting a smile on our face. You know, it's hard to smile when someone is mistreating you on the job or when you're overlooked. But when you have Christ on your side and you realize that everything is going to be okay, you put your best foot forward and, and the smile just comes easy, you know? And not only that, but he's our peace in chaos. He's our clarity in confusion. He's our exalter above the fray and he alleviates our stress. He causes Abba Father to be glorified in everything that we say and everything that we do. He wants to work in your situation. I don't know about anybody else, but I am really, really, really glad 
to know that the Lord is enough. He's there for me. Not only when I've needed food, he was there. Not only when I have needed a job, he was there. Not only when I was sick, he was there. But in whatever situations concern me, he is there. He is enough. He is always there providing for us. He's always there putting a smile on our face. If there is anyone who would like to come in and give us a, uh, an example of how God is enough in your life, I am more than happy to have you come in tonight. We're going to be very short. We had a death in the family, and so we are uh, trying to be there for our family members. And so we're going to be very short tonight. We're not going to be very long. But I do believe that God is enough even in death. He is a comforter. He is um, a peace giver. You know, he's there. And he and through us, he can also be there through us as we minister to our loved ones who have um, lost a loved one. They have lost their sister. They have lost their cousin. They have lost their aunt. Well, whatever it is, you know, God is always there. And we can minister his love to them by loving on them and letting them know that the Lord loves them and he's concerned about what's concerning you. And so <laughs> I love that God is enough in every situation. As I said on last week, the widow's husband, you know, he died in an untimely death and she didn't know how she was going to pay those debts. You know, the creditor was looking to her and her sons to pay it off. But God allowed the man of God to tell her to go into her house, shut the door behind her, and all the jars, the empty jars that she had borrowed from her neighbors, you know, the Lord allowed her oil to fill those jars. And when they sold the jars, it was more than enough to pay off the debt. It also was enough for her to live on. And so God was enough for her. He, he supplied her need. He paid off the creditors. He was, he was more than enough financially. And he was there to help her to live. And just like the little boy who had the lunch, you know, it didn't seem like very much to anybody, you know, two fish and, and five barley loaves and there's 5,000 people. There's over 5,000 people here. You know, that doesn't seem like very much, but when you put it in the hands of the Lord, it became much. It became enough to feed all those people. And the scripture says, besides the women and children. So there was plenty of food and the leftovers was more than what they had begun with. So I'm very, I'm very, very fascinated by the fact that the Lord always provides enough. You know, on that job that you're going through, you're waiting for your job promotion. You may feel like no one is concerned about the things that's concerning you, but the Lord is concerned and he wants you to have peace on your job. He wants you to be successful on your job. He wants you to get that raving review. You know, he is concerned about the things that concern you. You know, we, we have so many uh, homeless people in our cities and we have people out trying to minister to the homeless. We have people out trying to feed the homeless. 
you know, God is concerned about them too. He is concerned about those who are out and do not have shelter over their heads. He's concerned about uh, you for the, the idea of ministering to them and your desire to take the food and water that they need. He is concerned about your service. He's concerned about your health. He wants to see you succeed. And so I'm just um, just talking just for a few minutes as I said, we're going to be closing because I have family members that I need to minister to. Um, the phone has been ringing nonstop. Um, lost my cousin today. She was only 62 years old. She's younger than I am. Um, but she passed away. And her family is in need of love and support and comfort. And so I want to be there to encourage them and to let them know that I care and the Lord cares about what they are going through. And that, you know, they're going through, um, they feel like that, that they're at the point where they can't go forward. But you can go forward. In Christ Jesus, we can do all things, even in death. We can move forward. We can continue to live. We can honor her with the way that we live, the way that we that we um, continue to to breathe and to move and to have our being. We can we can honor her and honor God by the things that we do, our service to others. You know, make her proud. And so I'm going to be getting off in just a few minutes. Um, also wanted to say that the Lord is enough when you're when you're not well, when you're you're he, uh, feeling that your healing is is not coming as soon as you want it. You've been going to the doctor for a long time, and you've been, um, you know, going back and forth, and you're spending money trying to find. Uh, an answer to your health issues. Well, God is enough in that as well. He's able to give the doctors wisdom to minister to you. He's able to give the doctors wisdom for the right medications, <clears throat> excuse me, the right medications to give to you. He's more than enough. He's everything that we need. You know, and I believe I'm not so much of a Christian or a believer that I don't believe in doctors. I believe in doctors. I believe that they were given a gift to minister to our physical body. Um, I also believe in doctors that are able to to minister to mental health. You know, I don't say that everybody needs to go to a doctor like that, but there are some cases where people need mental health um, doctors and I recommend that they go. <laughs> yes, God can work with that doctor to help you uh, become stable in your mind. And so, yes, I believe that God is enough. Well, I just want to pray with you before we go. Abba Father, thank you for being enough. It doesn't matter where we are in life. You are always there and you are enough. Whether there is a need for food, finances, health, or the simplest of things in life, you are more than enough because you grant provision and favor. Thank you for being all that we need. Thank you for allowing us 
to have a, a faith that is unwavering. Thank you for building us up. Thank you for your concern with the things that concern us. In the mighty name of Jesus, thank you, Lord. Amen. I hope that you have a, a great evening. I hope that you are blessed. I hope that you look forward to being um, this weekend where you can relax. And if you're off from, for the weekend and you can relax and put your feet up <laughs> and enjoy your family. Um, I hope that you will um, also enjoy a safe holiday on Monday and that you will um, be able to get with family and just spend time with them and enjoy them. Until we meet again, or in the sky, may God's richest and best be yours. This is Tea Time with Marcella. Well, I hope that you have been encouraged and enlightened. Join us here each Saturday at 3 p.m. for Tea Time with Marcella.